we'll go early a little bit. I got to be on my game. Got to be got to be ahead of my game. Don't have to be on my game. I have to be ahead of the game today because I'm picking up Modern Life John. <laughs> he says, "Hey, I'm coming to Vegas." I say, "You need a ride from the airport." Which no one takes, but no one no one avails my offers. None. Let me give me. Yeah, I'll give you a little inside baseball about the red pill guys. Get catching a ride from your buddy at the airport, which you know I, I hold in high regard. Uh, they never take advantage of it. And I'm slowly starting to come around to like, don't even bother having a guest room. Like if you're building a house, don't bother having a guest room. No one uses it. Everybody's got to do Uber. Everyone's got to do Lyft. Everyone has to have their own place. People don't mind pissing away money. We're going to get to that later about these dickless wonders dropping six grand minimum on a Super Bowl ticket. <clears throat> so, uh, but John took me up on the offer. I'm like, okay, there you go. I don't know. Do you want to save 50 bucks? I'd like to save 50 bucks, a whole grant. Grant, that's President Grant. For the, for you poor people, that'd be a, a grant. I don't really use a lot of $50 bills. They're not that common. Anyway, so um, he says, yeah, I'm coming to town. I said, well, send me your itinerary so I know when to pick you up. And he sends me a screenshot of a plane that landed the day before. <laughs> I said, John, this plane landed yesterday. And all he says is, oh, shit. <laughs> so. He totally missed his flight. So I got to go pick him up. <clears throat> and then uh, normally I got, it's a weird world, ladies. So welcome to the weird world, weird, wild, weird, weird, wild, weird, wild thing of sports. Of retired upper middle income bachelorhood. So I pretty much finished my taxes, got everything done. Uh, help Myron put the finishing touches on his book. We're all kind of done with that. That's coming out probably within the week. Easy. And um, you need to recover. Just just so you know, for those of you that enter the self-employment world where you don't have regular nine to five batches of labor scheduled in a convenient five-day packet, you go through these work episodes you go, 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 go. At least I do. And then it's not on the seventh day he rested. It's like on, on the fourth month he rested. Like just, just, just full throttle, kicking in the afterburners. Go, 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 go. And then you got to, you got to rest and relax. And uh, I've been going to the gym a lot. It's nice. It's nice. Not having to rush. And you know, I gotta, get back to the guy who But there's been all this extra time, and the GF has a real job. She has to work. So she sits there, and she does her worky work. And I just kind of stand, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is what it's like to be a retired man where the woman didn't save up enough money. She still has to work. I'm kidding. My girlfriend has outstanding finances. Um, but it's still that, like, oh, don't fiddle. Don't fiddle. What are you doing? You're fiddling. Stop fiddling. <clears throat> so I came up. I, I was sitting there thinking, like, okay, what do I got to do? I got another project, go to Asia. I got another book I want to write, but I still am in the recovery and recuperating stage or just going outside and getting a physical exercise stage. And uh, I, I don't know how I came across it, but I was like, okay, so at the new house, at the new house, which I want to make sure I do it once and it's done. I don't want to, like, oh, let's redo the kitchen. Like, that's just stupid to me. You buy this house, you pick it all out. 
wifey poo, I want that, I want this, and this and that. All right, is this time we all agree? We agree that it's <clears throat> whatever, marble countertops and this type of marble. We ain't changing it. We're not moving it around. This is, goes back to a podcast where I talked about how valuable it is to have good tastes. So you buy something once, namely your house, but also fashion. Double-breasted black suit always works. And so, but the house is like, no, I want to do it once. So I'm not like, oh, it's time to redo the bathroom. No, it ain't ever time to, re time to redo my bathroom. It is timeless. You walk into my bathroom, you're like, it's not the greatest thing ever. Be like, oh, this is sharp. This would be in style, in fashion, starting in the 1950s, the 1960s, the 1970s, because everyone was doing pot and had a hairy hoo-ha down there. They probably, oh, what are you, a square man? <clears throat> oh, like, where's your, your tie-dye, your loud, crazy ties, and your hair man? 80s would have been James Bond Villa Laird. 90s would have been James Bond Laird. And now it's just like, oh, dude, that is some sharp stuff you got going on. So the bathroom ain't going to be redone. The kitchen ain't going to be redone. Nothing's going to be redone. It's done. There is no redone. Redone costs money. Lots of money. And so the house, as I've prided myself on it said many times before, it's completely done except for one thing. And that is there's two big walls downstairs. Um, <clears throat> that are empty because as I said before, I've gone from a one bed sharing a one bedroom with another person. So I don't have a lot of stuff into a normal size house, probably, probably on the small side actually, but it's still like, we don't have enough. There's, there's not enough art to go up on the walls. Got a lot of blank walls. And so far I've done an outstanding job. An outstanding job of decorating the upstairs. All right, men, you have this ability. You don't need to hire an interior decorator. You're just like, I don't want this, I want that. A lot of which is some photography I've taken on my motorcycling and hiking days. I just got a big mural of big ass pictures I blew up, put them up on the wall. I got some classic early 60s uh, muscle car artwork above the fireplace. I got some tasteful things here and there. Downstairs is pretty barren, pretty barren. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to put up. It's kind of part game room, arcade place, shuffleboard. I don't want to go full on bar. I thought I was going to go kind of that, um, what is it, Tiffany's Lamp, kind of darker Cheers basement bar. Nah, I got my good, the bad, and the ugly poster up. That looks good. I got some old beer signs up. I'm like, what? What's going on? I, I, I it's, it's forming. It's coalescing. What do I got to do? <clears throat> and then I was on the internet, and someone had sent me a picture. I saw a picture uh, of a drawing of a gunslinger in the old Wild West with two dolled up whores on each, with the you know the loud red thing in their hair and their you know, the burlesque type of dress and all that. And he's, he's, he's holding the swinging door open. Like he did in the West. He's got a gun in one hand, a hand out and two girls I'm like that. That's got a place downstairs. And so now my project, I'm like, all right, <clears throat> there's all these great artists out there. I need to find like, the picture perfect pieces of art that go downstairs. That one, I, it wasn't until I saw it. 
Like what goes down there? I don't know. Then you see like that goes down there though. I don't know what goes down there, but that's one of them. And so I found out I did an image search and this is on deviant art and deviant art. And I remember Chris Muir of day by day cartoon fame, which you should all check out if you like a conservative comic. He gave me some pointers about finding artists to draw my comics because I can't draw to save my life. He says, oh, yeah, go to DeviantArt. And so I, I figure, okay, I'll go to DeviantArt. And um, I, I'm very confused um, how to navigate that site. And so what I did, you go to the main page, right? And at the bottom, it, it starts showing you some artwork. And it just says next. And it dawned on me that if I'm going to get the right pieces of art, it's going to take a lot of hours of searching. <clears throat> Think of all the people that do art, right? All the digital, I don't, I don't want a painting. I don't need an oil. Oh, it was painted by this famous painter. I don't care about that. I want like, that looks good. That is visually pleasing. When I go downstairs, I'm like, I can appreciate that artwork, whether it's printed off on a laser printer or not. I, I don't need the actual signature of the person. But since I want to do it once, and I need, I need a good four or five paintings, pictures, good, good size poster size pictures. My project now is to just go through all of the Deviant Art archives, which many of you laugh because I looked at all the different artists and art up there, and I was kind of misled a little bit. Um, uh, Chris says, "Yeah, you could find some comic book artists up there." So I thought, "Oh, this is like a a, a guild." You know, like, oh, this is where the good artists hang out. Mm -mm. Like, anyone could open up a deviant art thing, and there's some crap art. I'm also realizing that a lot of people on deviant art are mentally ill. I I get it. Okay, enough fantasy fiction. Enough elven girls with the pointy ears, and they're all emotionally and, and fantasy. Like, hey, you girls could just go to the gym. You don't have to paint yourself the way you like yourself to look. You could just go to the gym and look that way. <clears throat> a lot of, I don't know how else to describe it. Like you look, you look at people's art, you're looking in their mind. And I'm like, man, you got one fucked up mind. That is really effed up, man. That I don't, I don't want to, I want to have coffee with you. That's some weird art. Talented, but that's some weird art. And. I knew it was going to take, I kind of knew this, like, all, especially going back into the 90s, if you're my age, when the, the internets just came out and they started offering uh, porn on the internet, you guys would spend days, days, weeks, months, maybe even years by today's standards, looking for porn, just looking through porn. You would. Guilty of it, too. I'm not, I'm not claiming I'm some uh, sinless saint. <clears throat> and uh, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to have to go through all this crap on DeviantArt to find that one beautiful picture where I'm like, that goes down there. And now, I, and I don't know if I bit off more than I could chew because I can't, I can't have somewhere I'm, like, burning my brain, like, coming up with the next book, typing it out, choosing the precise word, organizing, thinking, crushing my brain, or go to the gym and now do it. Like, I just need something mindless. I'm like, okay, just going through catalog after catalog after catalog of art, that is not, that, that doesn't take a lot of brain power. It's doing something, so I'm not just sitting there fiddling 
wandering around the house, looking at my to-do list a billion times. Plus, I was I was doing way too much, way too much Twitter and social media. I understand if you have nothing else going on in life, why that I don't want to say addictive, where it's like the next best thing because it is human interaction, albeit digitally. But it's not good to look at that abyss too long. And so now I think like, okay, this is perfect. I got like the perfect project. It's not too mentally consuming. It's not too mentally taxing. I still get my gym. I still get my hikes. Dog of no real value is back, by the way. I could finally go for a hike with dog of no real value and toss a ball. <clears throat> but I get my physical exercise, and I'm just going to go through all these pictures, man. I'm going to I'm gonna try and get through all of DeviantArt and find, like, these four or five great pictures I need. And it, it's going to take a while, but I was sitting there. <clears throat> I thought of this from an economic perspective. People who have visited my house, all few of them, who have seen the house in its final form, you know, okay, he chose that mantle, he got that that picture, he did that. They're like, this is amazing. They're like, they're shocked that I have an artistic eye. I don't say artistic ability, but an artistic eye. I know what I want. I had a theme. I had an idea. They're all highly impressed. <clears throat> but it's also because I precisely chose and thought things through, and so. Again, to save time, I'm not going to read because I, I frame my own pictures. All right. That takes time. You got to get the canvas print. You got to cut the wood. You got to staple down the wood. You got to do it. It's, it's, uh, it takes time. But if I put the time into it now and search, I put the hours, the days cumulatively into going through all the pictures on DeviantArt. Or other art sites. There are others like PlayArt or StationArt. I don't know if it's PlayStation or what, but it's, there's another site like it. If I go through and sift, how many people go through and look for that? How many people do that? How many people go through and look for that type of art, that type of artist, and then choose that precise artwork that fits in their house or their gallery or wherever they're putting it, house, garage, whatever. And then I put it up there, and they're like, wow, that that's nice. Because so few people have the time to do it, let alone do it, that art then has value. Not necessarily economic value, although that that too may be. But people are coming, not that I'm trying to impress people either, but it's like, wow, that stands out. That's really, that fits. But how many people go through and do that? I don't know if you ever watch these like HGTV shows. I, I, I Every once in a while I watch it. I like um, love it or list it because the two people always spar very well against each other. It's cute, dumb, dumb little show. Uh, but a lot of these is where, the, you know, the guys do all the work and the pretty set of tits. Like, oh, I'm going to pick this, going to pick that. And they, they do a good job, like, getting the theme down. But it's all like, oh, millennial pink. And we're going to have this thing. We're going to put a big clock there. And if we're in the South, we all have to have that big star, that big Texas star. So this, it, it looks good. It's like putting together an ensemble-like fashion, but not tailoring your own house. And so now I'm like, oh, I got, I, if I feel like I got purpose and meaning again, I could just sit through, go through for hours, days, finding the lost holy grail. And then I find it, some, some person on their Adderall actually has a skill and a talent and made this beautiful thing. 
And then I'm going to go up to the artist and, you know, you know where this is going, right? <clears throat> you know where this is going. Hey, artist, I see you're starving, but I like your art and you're skilled. Would you like money in exchange for your art? You know what the artist will say? Nothing because they're artists because they're too lazy to even email you back. Because they're too busy being on their Adderall and like, whoa, is me. I'm starving. Art. You wouldn't be starving if you took this money. And then that poses me a philosophical or ethical quandary where I have reached. I've seen some art. I'm like, that. that's good. I'd like that. Could you, artist, can I buy that from you? Can I get a permission? Now, there was one um, artist on what was it? Demon art were to download. It cost $18.75. I'm like, there's my man. There's my man right there. He's got it set. I don't have to ask permission off the email. Do you want to download it? Here it is. $18.75. Boom. Done. More than happy to pay it. <clears throat> that's not all the artists. Matter of fact, that's the only time I've ever seen an artist make it easy to give them money. And so I just know I'm going to spend all these hours finding this perfect piece of art. And I will reach out to the artist and say, hey, I'd like to buy that piece of art, you know, digitally, not, not the physical piece. It's all digital now anyway. I'd like the permission to use it to print it off on a, a screen to frame in my house. How much would that cost? And you know it's going to be crickets chirping. And then the physical quandary, I'm sorry, philosophical quandary will be, do I just download it anyway? <laughs> They're not going to take my money. I don't know. How about I email them? I say, dear Madison or Tanner or Faith or Hope, you know, these these names that artists have, the parents who didn't love them gave them. I have downloaded your image. I have printed it off on a whatever by whatever canvas and framed it up in my house. I reached out to you beforehand. See email dated such and such time asking, but you never got back to me. I am still willing to pay you retroactively for the use of this picture. Please get back to me. Would that be fair? Would that be right? <clears throat> I know there's also a piece of me that wants to punish stupidity and laziness. It's kind of the same thing with um, the, the girls on. I don't know if it was only, I don't think it was only fans. I think it was Chatterbait, but no one knows. But I think it was Andrew Tate that Rolo interviewed who was running this porn site. And they asked him, don't quote me on these now. I'm pretty sure it was Rolo and Andrew. And Rolo asked Andrew, like, well, what do you, you know, so these girls drum up, say, $10,000 a month. Do you split 50-50? He's like, oh, hell no. I pay him 1000 a month. So you keep 90? He's like, you don't understand. These girls don't want to do anything. They don't want to set up the IT work. They don't want to set up the the, <clears throat> the studio or the camera or the lighting or anything like that. They just want to lie around and get paid money. And I'm wondering how much of that is the mentality of the artist where, well, my, my best friend, I when the internet was starting, to, I'm like, hey, Khan, you need to put your art up on the internet. And I pulled teeth and pulled teeth. And you know what I realized? Vietnamese don't like their teeth pulled. That's what I realized. That's that's the philosophical lesson I got there. <clears throat> and he could have made lots of money. I even reached out to the, the artist community, even the Vietnamese community. And they're like, yeah, we like that. And nothing because they're, they're not going to do it. They're artists. 
And so I'm wondering if that's kind of the same thing where like, the, the most you'll do is set up a username and a password and you'll upload your art. When it comes time to set up a PayPal or emailing someone back, I've had, I've hired a couple artists to do cover work for my, for my covers. The best one I'd have to say was this kid over in South Africa. I don't, even, I don't know what he looks like, but you know what? I knew he drew really well. He got back to me quickly, and it was very affordable. I believe the South African rand is um, <clears throat> lowly valued against the U.S. dollar. And I'll, I'll, I'll give that five. I don't care if he's part of the Afrikaans. What's the group that hates the white people? I don't know much about South African politics, except once again, it is white people's fault. <laughs> all right, all right, have fun with it. Uh, this kid had hustle. He had a work ethic. He's a mover and a shaker. Not the exact type of artwork I want downstairs, but this guy, if you want, I can, I can look up. If you're looking for an artist, I will gladly send you to him because he will get it done. <clears throat> Before the Western artists of, uh, of the world, I, they just don't want to do that business aspect. They just wait. You, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on my drums all day. Hey, right? <clears throat> That's what you guys want to do. And then magically the money, just poof, it shows up. That's why I kind of, I don't, I have a, what's the word? Contempt for them. I have a hatred. Like, I am offering you money. Same thing happened when I tried to uh, market the menu to a feminist audience. I reached out to various feminist websites, Jezebel, um, <clears throat> female dating strategy, legit straight up. Look, this isn't a scam. This isn't a ruse. And for those of you who read the menu, you know that the women's menu is what I would think not only feminist and pro-feminist, it advances feminist theory and ideology beyond what its current state is. Like it's, it's anti-red pill. It's anti-male. It's very, very pro-feminist, and it pushed the conversation forward. I thought it was some great philosophical work where I'm like, okay, I'm not an expert, but I got your basic tenets and principles dumb. Wouldn't it logically flow to these conclusions and, and actions that you should take? <clears throat> so I legit had a feminist – it even made what? Number one in, in feminist theory, right, for a couple of weeks, as any book will do. I mean, Ryan Stone, of all people, got – I mean, if Ryan can do it anyway, can so, I, I went to them and I said, hey, yeah, even EV Magazine, E-V-I-E, which is a presumably not leftist feminist magazine, but more traditional, like starting out, they want money. And I would, I would like to run advertisements. <clears throat> That's right. I remember EV Magazine advertising. I'm almost swear to God, this was it. Advertising at EV.com. Like he logically, this is where you go. You would like to make money. I send the email, came back undeliverable. <sighs> Gee, I wonder why women make less than men. I really do. <clears throat> and it was so hard. I, it, it wasn't hard. It was impossible. Not one person from the marketing departments got back to me. I'm like, look, I know that whole profit thing and paying the bills and keeping the lights on was taught to you by your teachers and professors and guidance counselors and and, and uh, the, the show Friends and Sex and the City, that that finance thing is optional. Oh, I don't do that account stuff. My wife does the numbers. That's what she's for. Those are truck drivers in Wyoming. 
I know that whole accounting and profitability thing is just like you think it's optional, but it's kind of not because you don't get paid and you bitch and whine about the wage gap. Where if you did the boring stuff like email people back, <clears throat> say, here is our advertising schedule, here's our rate list. Or if you were a female who wanted to go on, I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. All these girls on OnlyFans, I don't make that much money. Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, what are you doing? Do you got lighting right? Do you uh, do you do more than just show up and take your shirt off? Like, are you? do you got a shtick? Do you got a gimmick? The uh, Belle Daphne. Del Daphne or Belle Daphne? Belle Daf Daphne or Del Daphne. The super popular one. Sold her. Pee water on the internet for free or so not for free, but to, that gal knew exactly what she was doing. Anytime I saw a picture of it, it's like she's got some crazy hair color on. She's doing some some shtick. There's a shtick. You know, it's the difference between a a busker or a actual street performer and a bum with a cup in the hand. The bum with the cup in the hand just has the oh, homeless, Vietnam veteran, liberal arts major, grand old pussy, uh, need help, God bless that. But a, a street performer, a busker, I think that's the, not husker, a busker, uh, they do some kind of act. They'll juggle, <clears throat> they'll play a song, they'll draw a picture for you, all right? That's the difference between the girl who makes $50 a month a year on the OnlyFans or the shows, uh, the, the websites, and someone who makes Belle Daphne money. Belle Daphne? Is it Belle Daphne? Whatever. You guys know who I'm talking about. And so <clears throat> for the artists, look, I know, I know you're ultimately lazy. And all you want to do is bang on your drums all day and you don't want to work. But if you put in like less than 1% of the effort you put into drawing and made it easy for us to go and buy your product, like, I don't know, I don't, maybe a website. Well, hell, DeviantArt already has that there. I, I saw it was for $18.75. There's the guy. <clears throat> there's the guy. May not be the best artist, but he's the one making the money. And then artists who make it, any artist, music or, or, or painting art or drawing, visual arts. Anytime someone makes it, oh, you're a sellout. Oh, shut up. That's like the black equivalent of, you think you're better than me? Yeah, yeah, he is. He he got a job and went into the military, got his degree and you know has some kids, has a family, you know, bought a house, fixed his car. Yes, he is definitely better than you. You're you're a you're a crack addict. Like anyone's better than you. Is there is there that psychology that if you succeed, but then you bitch and whine about how you don't have money, you're studying, you need more government money and disability checks and for hardworking people to pay for your parasitic ass. Meanwhile, there's people banging at your door. I'd like to pay you. <clears throat> Got an email from an artist. I got it's it's the classic I, I should show you a picture. So in my garage, I got old school um classic pinups converted into blinds. So the rolling blinds rolls down. It's the old school classic pinups, and they're all themed around cars. So there's a girl fixing a car, another girl fixing another car, things like that. And so I had <clears throat> the you you put two pinups on each blind, and I wanted to pay an artist to draw my girlfriend 
in his pinup style. I like this guy's style. I said, and then I would have, and I had a final pinup because uh, you have to six total, three windows, GFM one pinup, 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 pinup. Waiting, waiting, waiting. The guy finally, hey, sorry. I've had to go through some emotional shot up. You weak-ass artist pussies. Shut up. You've never gone through something hard in your life. You're the emo kid where mom and dad let you live at home until 27. And you read your Sylvia Plath and you drew your little doodles. And everyone paid for your food. You never worked a job. And what, your mom and your dad said, hey, maybe you ought to go find a job. Oh, trauma. I have PTSD. You weren't going through Jack. You get paid to draw. This is just the roundabout way for me to say, I, hey, I'm offering you. You could get the money anytime you want. <clears throat> Let me know what I owe you. In the meantime, if you're going to sit there with your thumb up your ass like some leftist whiny pussy. <sighs> so emotional. I don't know how to take. <laughs> Fine. Then then, then I, 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 at least your art got used somewhere. But I got to square that circle around that hole. I got to figure that one out because I don't, I really don't want to like take people's stuff, but then it's like, you know, if you go out of your way to, to pay them, it's like, okay, well, you know, is that, yes, it is stealing, but then you try to pay them a million times. You don't have a right. I know you maybe I already answered my question. Maybe I don't have the right. Maybe I do not. And no, I don't have the right. So what is it then? It, it's, you can't even have your artwork stolen to be displayed elsewhere. Because you are so inept, so incompetent, so fragile, so emo that you, your work will never, it will never be viewed. It will never be viewed. All it will be viewed is on deviant art, but that requires everyone go search the living hell out of it. Like, again, how many people are going through the entire gallery of deviant art? As far as I know, I'm the only guy, this guy. Oh, God, there's some bad art. I. <laughs> I was really expecting, like, oh, this is where the good artists are. And I get there, like, oh, man. Going to go through a lot of emotional-looking elf ladies before I get, get to where I, I need a good picture. It's going to be a long, hard slog. But I'm kind of looking forward to it. I already kind of got my my technique and my motif down. Put on my headphones, right? <clears throat> and I pull up on YouTube, Jazz Cafe. And there's a website that does Monday morning jazz cafe, Tuesday morning jazz cafe. And if it's even you know, Thursday evening jazz cafe, I don't know if there's any difference. They just change it. And so I listen to it. So I'm listening to my jazz and I got the, the, the mouse pointed right at the spot where all I have to do is go page down, page down, page down and click page down, page down, page down and click. So I'm going through it very quickly. Looking at all the fantasy fiction, emotional. Oh. World of what? Who is it? Is that Xanax? What are they on? What drug? What's the most common drug you think being used on DeviantArt right now? <clears throat> so there you go. So yeah, I, I guess I guess that's the problem. I guess that's the paradox. Like, there's all this genuine talent, but because they're artists, they're lazy, and they're never going to get their music or their pictures up. Aside from maybe on SoundCloud or a gallery. And because you're not going to respond to your email or commissioned work, 
You could see, I found this, so uh, you'll go on like, oh, that's a real good artist. I like that guy. Oh, there's some talented girls, though, as, as well. I mean, I'm like, whoa, this one gallon. But I'm like, that's the style. It's kind of 1950s, a little more modern comic book edge, but not comic booky. if you know what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, that's the gal. <clears throat> Commissions are closed. And then sometimes the commissions are open and the bidding starts at a thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, that's the hustler. Maybe that's the person I got. Like, here's your money. I'm not gonna dick around, you know, wasting my time. Paint this for me. <clears throat> so that's it. all right. Let's um let's go to the super chats, of which we have several. Today's donations go to gas to pick up um modern life John. Let me go to the you to the sponsor list real quick there we go uh sponsors pushing rubber downhill written by adam piggott go to pushingrubberdownhill.com. tune into some other shows like masculine geeks red evening with uh rob i'm sorry with rob says and jack napier get the way of monkey book by turd flinging monkey and indemandcareers.com Seth Himes, if you're looking to skip college and get a job where you could you you could even skip high school. He's got high school kids making forty, fifty thousand a year. Do you want to make forty, fifty thousand a year from your computer? Go look at indemandcareers.com. Tom Kepi said, All right, let's go through the super chats. We'll get to the Super Bowl. We'll get to the fat, disgusting, slobby Americans that debatably should not be alive. But too stupid to know it. Uh, Alex Bogey, $10, just made some money on Chevron stock. Tip for you, Cappy, <clears throat> for telling me to join Army, fix helicopters, get a life, my life together. If only millennials weren't all starting the third quarter, 3 to 27. Hey, be thankful the millennials, and especially now the Zoomers, aren't even starting. Um, I'm not kidding. Go back to the, let's go into the before time. When Cappy was dumped down in the labor market with a college degree, <clears throat> I couldn't find a job to save my life. Not a real one anyway. And I think you would be expected to be now admittedly for inflation. It was like seven, eight dollars an hour, which today is like sixteen, you know, you're fifteen dollars an hour with a college degree. Because the people were looking for jobs. I think we could safely say Gen X was the last generation to kind of look for a job. Millennials less so, and now Zoomers especially so. And now I've never felt so comfortable. Like there's a, a million ways I could be demonetized, booted, uh, doxxed or whatever, just, you know, uh, uh, depersoned. And this all goes away. I'm, I'm like, okay, that's the way that one went. I can make so much money doing other things. Every cop, every cop shop in the nation is looking for cops. Um, <clears throat> every bartender, every bar is looking for a bartender. The fix-it, man. Oh, my God. The desperate mill- – I'm sorry for you millennial housewives. Well, not housewives. We all know that you go out and work. I'm sorry for you millennial wives that your husband literally doesn't know how to fix anything. I, I mean, and forget fix. Assemble furniture. Hook up a dryer or a washer. Uh, I mean, I know a buddy of mine, he's billing out $69 an hour. Doing um, I won't say what it is, but it's it's handyman work. And I just working on my houses over the decades. I know how to do this stuff. I'm sure I can figure out anything on YouTube. And it's all due to your generation and the Zoomers not working. Thank God. And wages are so high. 
And I can't, again, at the same time, I can't necessarily fault the Zoomers and millennials for not wanting to work, especially if they've been lied to. But but I think you've gone way too far. You've gone past the Josh Flukian limit. You've gone now to just your lazy sack of filth who doesn't want to work. Okay, that's fine. Drives up the, the per hour wage for us. <clears throat> but I'm glad that you became a mechanic. Like, do you worry? I mean, that's and that was my point. We would worry. Oh my God, am I going to make it this week? Am I going to make it this month? God, I got to get another job. Got to get another job. And now it's like, dude, you just show up and don't pick your nose. You'll get the job. I mean, I don't I'll pay a ton, but you could you can live. Just say, just some guy for a buck. Thank you. Generation of Powell, nine to ten dollars. Orwell feared the truth would be lost to censorship. Aldous Huxley feared the truth would be drowned in a sea of irrelevance by overwhelming us with info until we're all apathetic. <clears throat> Both were right. Correct. Which is why I don't, uh, the, you hit something beautifully right here, Apollo. Um, studies and research suggest and show a show. Unless it's an actual STEM field that follows the scientific method, all all the research done in the social sciences and liberal, all of college, let's just say, is absolutely worthless. It's not repeatable. It's not accurate. It's all lies. All of it. And so I don't care. Oh, an academically peer-reviewed. That means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. Chat GPT could write a, a thesis and you guys would approve it. It means nothing. <clears throat> and so I look at boring data. I use logic and common sense, and I look. At, I use my eyes. That's it. I don't care what economists say. Their research found them. It's biased. It's a lie. And and even if you weren't biased and it wasn't a lie, it's flawed. You didn't factor in something. This is why you have a veracity crisis at the social sciences. Like they can't repeat their studies. So, I mean, quite literally. That however many three generations should we say, and, and decades of trillions of human hours wasted getting advanced degrees in these joke fields, all wasted. Doesn't mean a darn thing. <clears throat> and that's fine. I mean, people don't have to. Uh, go go believe big is beautiful. Go believe that fat chick doing the, the splits upside down with help, no doubt, or, or digital editing for the Gatorade. You go believe that. Go. I don't care. Go ahead. Believe that. It's not my life. <clears throat> I'm going to be in actual shape and not die at 50 years old of cardiac arrest. Watch because of some heart condition. I'm unaware that I have, I die at 50 years old of cardiac arrest, the black channel. Hey, this where have you been, man? 15 generous dollars list of ideas for remote jobs at home for hand working adult type Gen Zers. Oh, hardworking, hardworking, uh, remote and home. Well, <clears throat> it, it, there's not a lot. I mean, it's computers, programming specifically, um, or um, accounting, uh, which is the one obviously Chad and myself promote the most. There's no doubt others. I mean, any white-collar job can inevitably be done over the internet. It's just that you got to put in your dues. And this is why I'm sympathetic with the Zoomers. You got to suck the boomer cock. Well, we did it that way in 1968, so you got to do it this way in 2023. <clears throat> um. Well, those are the two. Um, 
I yeah, it's I mean if you could get whatever drop shipping any any way is the correct thing. However you do it, buddy. However you do it. But I think the easiest way is is accounting. Uh seven step survival. Everyone please subscribe to Doug's channel over there. Five bucks. Work hard, be diligent, and think things through. You could go ahead, miss me with that bullshit. <clears throat> Well, what I like about you, Doug, is all that labor and effort you put into it goes into your own housing and lodging. Like you don't work for an employer, have a third of it taken away, two thirds to build your house with. You say, screw that. I'm just going to build my own house. Thereby saving yourself a third or enriching yourself by a third. Doug, again, for two bucks. I don't need game. Rich Cooper sold me tactical soap. <laughs> Doug, I got to be I kind of curious. Maybe you send me an email. What's that like when you're you're dating girls because you're a younger guy, if you're even aiming to date them? Uh, you tell, oh, yeah, I do survival. I got this YouTube channel. Like, do they just, oh, survival? You're one of those preppers? Ooh. I I just got to see. Do they realize, like, that's the guy you want? This is the guy who can fix your car. This guy could build a house. This is the stable guy. I think, But I think they're so far removed from any kind of responsibility. Uh, they wouldn't be able to identify it in a man. And then they'll go bitch and whine about how the guy, the, he don't do nothing. Well, you, you you dated or married a guy who don't do nothing. Didn't the music therapy degree tell you he wasn't going to do nothing? Well, but don't date that guy who's like fixing the diesel fuel generator or the diesel generator. <clears throat> don't, don't they, you know, he's the one's going to have electricity. Nonstop Dre, five bucks for uh, Cappy's art masterpiece would be an oil painting of his Carlson degree surrounded by wounded dogs. <laughs> what more inspiration do you need for Operation Evil? I was thinking about getting a painting. Like if I found a, an artist who is really good, I uh, have like a mural kind of of me and, and the great one and Atham and Chad, um, some other friends. But I don't know what the theme would be like. Would it be a Rat Pack theme or playing pool or uh, poker or something like that? What what would we do? Um, so, but that's another thing. I'm afraid to like hire an artist, pay him half up front and not get it. <clears throat> that's what concerns me. Uh, Mike J, five bucks. I used to think it'd be cool to be a busker, but then I realized I'd have to sit by crap in the liberal city streets. Yeah, I mean, you're you're hanging out with the homeless. And I don't know how it is in Europe, but I, I believe there are city centers where street performers, it's almost like a, a, a miniature circus. Where Okay, here's where the performance art is. Almost like a marketplace or a bazaar. Whereas if you go to Fremont, which is the closest thing, Fremont Street, not Fremont, the town in California, Fremont Street. If you go to Fremont Street there, it's just crackheads, potheads, um, homeless begging for money and really poor buskers. I know this one, he was literally drumming on an upside down bucket. I'm like, dude, why are you alive? Like, really? Like, this is it, huh? Wake up and. 11 a.m. after you get off or you hang over from whatever drug or booze you're doing, you're like, I think I'm going to go down to Fremont Street and bang. Not on the drums. That's too fancy. You're going to bang on an upside-down bucket from Homie Depot. Uh, yeah, so I really, if you guys want to see, I'm sure every major leftist city has homeless people, go to Fremont Street. It's like, there you go. There's America. 
all these fat, disgusting people at Walmart come out drinking and smoking pot and looking at a bunch of dregs of society, like performing. Oh, that's that's your gimmick, huh? You're going to do that, huh? Okay. Uh, non-stop trade two bucks they say chest pain for healthy youth are normal yes yes chest pain is normal suddenly they all died suddenly dre for two bucks again why do you dislike the great one podcast i love it. i don't i don't dislike the great ones podcast <clears throat> it's one of my favorite podcasts i have disagreements with it but i i don't dislike it i like it very much all matter of fact, I, most of the podcasts, if I think about it, are the ones I have, you know, significant disagreements with. Not hate. Oh, I hate that guy. It's just I, like, no, I completely disagree with that. Usually it's the reverse engineering or their argument for the, the case that I, that I disagree with that I find intellectually interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, me and the great one are not, not enemies. We are not on the outs. Everyone's like, oh my God, you see what Rolo said about you? I'm like, he was probably picking on me and he was. Caught up, caught up, caught up. Boom. All right, here we go. Um, Didn't believe it. Did not believe it. Friend says, hey, you know what Super Bowl tickets are going for? I I don't know. I have other things to do than to drive to a downtown area, stand in line with the other sheep of the suburbs to pay $20 in parking and Lord knows what tickets. So it's the Super Bowl, right? And I heard that like to go to a twins game or a baseball game now is like $120. Like if you brought your kids, like, so the dad and two kids, it's 120 bucks. So I figure, all right, for one person going to the premier football game of the, of the year, I guess $500. From USA Today, <clears throat> Super Bowl 57. That right there should tell, like, really? Super Bowl 57, huh? <laughs> and the, Super Bowl 133. <clears throat> this time it's different. Super Bowl 57 tickets cost more than past years. Here are the cheapest and what you know about buying them. If you're planning to go to Super Bowl 57, get ready to pay thousands of dollars. Thousands. Thousands. Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs will play for the Lombardi Trophy February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. While the average cost of a ticket is slightly less than last year's title game, you can still expect to pay at least $4,000, and that's not including fees. got to get those fees in there, huh? Fees. It's a little bit below last year, so in some ways fans are getting a bit of a break from that, but it's certainly sort of above what we've seen in past years. Chris Linden, Director of Consumer Strategy at SeatGeek, told USA Today, here's what to know about the Super Bowl 57 ticket prices. How much do they cost? The average price people have paid for a Super Bowl 57 ticket is $8,761. <clears throat> I have linked below to Thor and Missy's GoFundMe account. Missy had a spinal cord injury and was paralyzed from the neck down for a, a couple weeks. She mercifully and thankfully 
got feeling back into her body. However, she is crippled. They have incurred a lot of medical expenses that is not covered by insurance. And if you see, I'm like the bad guy all the time, right? I'm the bad guy. I'm not claiming to be the good guy saying, well, you should give money to the, the disadvantaged. And I'm not. I'm just the economist. And, and, and it, God, every day I hate Americans more and more. And this is one of like the now obviously not the average American, <clears throat> but certainly not the super rich. Like they're going to fill in what? 60,000 people going to fit in there. We have such war priorities right now. You will spend about $9,000 to watch a game. When there are other people in genuine need, I'm not a big in genuine need. I hate nonprofits. I hate charities. They don't solve it. But you must know every single disgusting piece of filth going to that going to that game must have somebody they know that could desperately use that nine thousand dollars instead. Uh, <clears throat> a young poor kid who just needs to go to trade school. Some poor college student that could use some food. Thorn Missy. I mean, literally, or maybe yourself, forget charity or people who genuinely need it. And do, but what about like, maybe you just want to, I don't know, have retirement. How many of these people, these cocksuckers going there don't have all the credit card debts paid off? How much you want to bet that's it too? I just, I, I really do hate this country and the people in it. You know, back in the 80s, it was great because we had Ronald Reagan and grandparents were alive and they're good people. Now it's just disgusting filth. This has nothing to do with the new immigrants coming in. I'm talking the natives and the immigrants coming in. I hate all of you people. You're dropping nine grand on a sports ball game. I guess there's a little bit of resentment that I have, like the propaganda, the, like the, the millennials, like, oh, we were lied to. You were. One thing that I hate, not as much as being lied to by teachers and professors that you had to go to school for 20 years to not find a job, but this importance on sports, I didn't understand it. I'm a kindergartner. Here they are, man. They shove sports up your ass like a, like a teacher did their dick up their little kids they're trying to teach. <laughs> That's a slam on you teachers. A lot of teachers are like, I don't find that insulting at all. Why, thank you. Man, they had to teach us that sports was the number one thing. I, I'm not joking, kidding. Maybe it was my school, but kidding, like sports. The Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Brewers, they suck. The Packers, they suck too back in the day. And you got to play sports. sports. Then if you, when you're not playing sports, then you got to watch, watch sports. Never understood why it was so freaking boring. <clears throat> and now, obviously, with older, wiser eyes, not to mention more intelligent eyes, you look back and like, this is the dumbest. Super Bowl 57, huh? This time it's different, but it's not. The Philadelphia Eagles versus the other team that I can't remember. <clears throat> and is, here's another thing I don't get. Is this all people from Philadelphia and the other town? Is that all going to the to Arizona, or is it like, oh, my team lost, but no, I'm a Viking or not Vikings, uh, a Philadelphia Eagles fan. You just switched allegiance there, and you're gonna go pay for the money to go to the the sports ball that would afford a car, afford two cars in my world. 
you, you truly stupid people. I don't want, and, and, and it is, it is. I'm making aims to come up with a plan B. Thankfully, America's a big enough place. You don't have to hang out with these people. You could find your little piece of heaven. But the more and more society decays, the less and less I want to have to do with you people. I don't want to talk to the average normie conforming inferior anymore who's so despicably stupid you drop $9,000 on watching a game. You should literally be more excited to see your kid play in a peewee football or the high school football game or whatever, their baseball game. That should be more important to you than than $9,000 to go see people you don't know play a game. And it's... It's not my opinion. Like this is this is the real this is the economy talking. This is the market talking. This is what Americans value a football game at. Nine thousand dollars on average for the average guy. So I'm wrong in this regard. I'm like, yeah, this is what people want to pay. I want to be part of a country where communally we have such low intelligence. We decide. It is economic inefficient to drop $9,000 on a game. Just don't. And it also makes the argument, you guys are so stupid and so sheepish and so dumb and so easy to part with your money. You absolutely should be treated like cattle and taken advantage of. From everything from your colleges and universities selling you the the college experience to voting Democrat to financing your, your penis extender pickup truck. With your truck nuts at 12% to your cars, to you girls with your stupid freaking handbags, all of you deserve to be enslaved to the banks. I Not to sound conspiratorial because it isn't. To the banks and your employers. You deserve that, that slavery. You go get a job. You borrow as much money as you can so there's no money left over. So you have to be your boss's bitch. And you can't afford to go work anywhere else. You can't afford to ask for a raise so that you could afford your trinkets in your $9,000. You absolutely deserve to be lied to. Absolutely. <clears throat> and you deserve to be taken advantage of. I absolutely. Uh, but I, 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 I ain't going to talk to you. I'm just like, no, get out of here. Average cost for Super Bowl 56 was 9005 All right, so it's, it's getting better. Um, <clears throat> cheapest Super Bowl tickets, 4600 However, that's without fees. With fees, your total would come to 6200 All right, that's on the cheap end. Uh, where was the fancy seats? What is the most expensive cost? The closer to the field, the more money you'll be paying. So you can jerk off to the homoerotic men playing on the field. Some of the most expensive tickets on the second market are in the hundreds section of the State Farm Stadium, the closest to the field or in the suite levels. The most expensive ticket available is on game time. It'll cost $34,596. There's a college education. Down payment on a house. We can't afford a house. Why don't you give your kids that money to put on a house or buy some land? Row four behind the Eagles sidelines with fees will cost forty six thousand. That is twelve thousand dollars in fees. Bah, bah. 
Missy is in pain every freaking day, and some cocksucker is willing to pay twelve grand in fees at thirty six thousand dollars to 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 watch a bunch of guys throw a ball. F all of you. F all of you. <clears throat> I would genuinely wish some things, but I can't wish them. I can't. But you guys can imagine. And it would hit the news. I'd be laughing my ass off because nothing would be lost. Nothing would be lost. <sighs> Average is 9500 <clears throat> Why are these so expensive? I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not even gonna bother. Let's go here. This is the Phoenix Business Journal. Is Super Bowl looms? Valley homeowners prepare to rent out luxury homes. The clock is ticking for homeowners across the Metro Phoenix. Here is where you take advantage of these dopes. <clears throat> Absolutely. Who are frantically getting their homes ready for thousands of people who will flood the valley in two weeks. Many visitors coming in to watch Super Bowl 57. Are the old washed up sports bros going to tell us what happened in the game, even though we just witnessed it? At State Farm Stadium in Glendale, boppity 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 boo. Many of the valley's hotels have already been sold out, according to Jesse Thompson, area director of sales and marketing for Benchmark Global Hospitality. In turn, that means visitors are turning to Airbnb, Inc., and other rental sites to find accommodations. Thompson presented at IREM CCIM Economic Forecast on January 26, telling attendees that rates for any of his range properties range between $1,800 and $10,000 a night during the Super Bowl and Phoenix Open events. <laughs> Link below is a link to Thor and Missy's GoFundMe account. If you can't find it, because I understand the clicky down is a little bit obfuscated, you can search Thor and Missy GoFundMe. Not a lot of Thors and Missy's out there. And instead of $10,000 a night, could you just $10,000 a day give it to Thor and Missy? Or perhaps, you know, that one black kid who ain't going to deal the drugs and is going to join the military and get his degree in chemical engineering. And then down the road, his brother and family who presumably loved him will say, what, you think you're better than us? Can we, can we help out the, the, the distinctly disadvantaged, the absolutely disadvantaged and poor young men and women coming from, you know, whether it's the trailer park or the barrio or the ghetto, doesn't matter. Where their family is going to fight against them and be jealous. Where they have horrible families. And you know they're going to say, what, you think you're better than us? Can we help out those kids to make sure they do become better than the trash that the family is? Can we send a couple kids to, tra to like trade school? <clears throat> Can you help out? Dude, St. Jude's Children's Cancer. Can you help out there? Or, or you know, maybe you just pay off your debts. Huh? Maybe you. I, so much I'd rather do with the money. So much. I don't know. <clears throat> Take your family on the classic American road trip to Yellowstone National Park. Are we there yet? Are you? Are we there? Do you want to have those experiences? Uh, so the big guy throw ball to other big guy catch ball. Super Bowl Fifty Eight. I'm going to set up a website where we we you know you bid. On the on the sports guys, the athletes to come and, and f your wife in front of you. I think you guys would pay a lot of money for that. 
I wonder how many how many of these dads go to these games and their kid really needs help with college or could use like a car, not a fancy one, just at a and here they are blowing four on four at six grand on a ticket. Um Hozo Scottsdale, an 11 bedroom, 12 bathroom property complete with a lazy river. Lazy river in the desert is already booked for the entire week before Super Bowl for 11,770 at night. A night, a night, a night. <clears throat> Almost 12 grand a night. <laughs> 12 grand would have fed me for two whole years in college. I am, you guys all know I'm not a leftist. I am not a Democrat. I think they're the most disgusting. Well, they are. They're parasites. <clears throat> they're legal parasites. That's all they are. They have ruined now coming up on four generations of America. There's the most disgusting, vile, evil group of people in the world. They're communists. That's all it is. But there's a limit. And maybe it's my minimalist philosophy. But. Uh, if I got two million bucks, I don't know what I'd do with five. That doesn't mean you left to say, see, see, so you should you should pay the rest of the money in taxes. No, because you don't give the money to the right people the right way. You've given $30 trillion to poor people in the past 50, 60 years, and you haven't solved poverty. So you don't know what you're doing. But like after two million bucks, I what 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 else is there? What do you need? Uh, can you get a yacht? I don't know. You fly an F-16 fighter plane. I like to do that. I guess that would be the most expensive thing I'd ever. I, I want an F-16 fighter plane, <clears throat> which I'd be smart enough to rent. I'm not going to buy and maintain it. That's too much a pain in the ass. But really? Oh, I need a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. That 200000 would solve that person's medical problem that they got in a car accident. That would that would help a lot of kids who probably are going to be terminally ill, but it'll pay for you know John Cena to come visit him or Captain Jack Sparrow to come visit him while while they're you know what is that Make a Wish Foundation? I don't even want to know how rich the administrators are getting off of that. I don't want to know how disgusting and vile those people are. <clears throat> I say <laughs> you could do a lot better for people who do. I don't know. You got to spend twelve thousand dollars a night. Uh, boo -boo -boo, eighteen thousand square foot home in Paradise Valley. Uh, we're installing thirty thousand feet of turf around the house, staining all concrete features and house, giving it the home a new facelift with synth synthetic stucco. Blaza said. <clears throat> and who's paying for all these renovations? That would be me, Pritchard said. The goal is to raise two million at this charity event. The vacation rentals. More than one point five million. Big game, big give was held for a major. What? What is? What is the private charity there, Mister Pritchard? Charity party. The five star charity party. What does the money go for? I'm just reading this. <clears throat> so there you go. There you go. All right, let me pull this. Up. That's it. I I just I I I hope a thing happens. I sincerely hope a thing happens. 
Oh no, Z. All the normal people don't—they're not going to watch sports next year, huh? That's just—that's just too bad. Just too bad. All right. Uh, linked below is a link to uh, VeloWave bikes. I got the Prado S model. Um, the day is coming. We're not making enough electrical engineers, but we got enough. Uh, race studies majors who won't do a damn thing to keep the electric grid up. But when the electricity goes out or you need to like move, but there ain't no gas because we don't allow for oil drilling anymore. But, you know, transportation might be a thing. So can I recommend you get the VeloWave bike? It's electrical assist bike. It's perfect for those of you who live in major metros or hamlets where the store is just, you know, on the other side of town. And um, if you get um, some um, solar panels like the Jackery 1000 solar panel array, <clears throat> um, it could charge it up. Uh, link down below also is uh, a link to my um, Amazon affiliate program. You could get it there. But the VeloWave, I get a commission on it, obviously. And I do have it, and I enjoy it. I do enjoy my VeloWave. I use it to get the town. Um, it's more of an adventure, like, oh, how far can I go? And I, I say, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, at the coffee shop, I'm like, I'm going to get free electricity. I plug it in because <laughs> I'm a scumbag. I get all the way back home. Hell yeah, I did it. I got some coffee. I did some writing. I got all the way back home. But it'd be more modernly. It's very good if you live in a metro area and, you know, it's a mile or two to the grocery store. That's that's kind of the perfect place for this kind of bike. And so it cut down a lot on your your gas expense, especially if you got to commute like five, 10 minutes, get the VeloWave, man. Get a VeloWave bike. <clears throat> so I linked to it below. Oh, uh, I had nonstop drain on the entire time. So there it is. And uh, what else? I promoted everyone. Um, let me write this down. Day by day cartoon. Daybydaycartoon.com and Kerry Lutz. He's my buddy. Financial Survival Network with Kerry Lutz. All right, let's go to the Super Chats real quick here. Get through a couple more. Uh... <clears throat> Daniel Way. Five bucks. Recent archaeological evidence suggests that Cappy first fell to Earth as the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. How old do you think I am? That's Rolo. That's not me. I'm not that old. Uh, CS, 10 generous dollars. Have you ever watched the Thinking Apes videos, and what do you think about his channel? Uh, I listened to Thinking Ape religiously. Um, he is more dark and dour than I... Uh, not that I like than I would call for, um, but he is not wrong. And um, especially, he would be the one I would listen to if you're you're full going, you're full blown legit going your own way. You don't care about the womans no more. You're like, nope, this is not for me. My life is too short. So a very, he's the modern day monk, I would say. He's up there in his temple and he's doing his thing. He lives overseas somewhere in uh, Bulgaria, I believe it is. Um, but the one thing I like about several things I like about him, but one thing I like about him is that he is incredibly literal and he scripts his, um, he has shows where it's obviously not scripted, but 
he chooses his words very precisely so there is no ambiguity in what he says. He is very clear in what he says, allowing for you to understand concepts quickly, rapidly, and, and comprehensively. And so um, he's the one that you kind of all knew it. Ryan Stone, also a philosopher that doesn't get enough credit. Um, you, you knew it, but he's the one that dusted off the dust and the dirt from the diamond in the rough. Says, look at that diamond where he's like, women and men just don't like each other that much. And, and he put it bluntly that way. I'm like, God dang, he's right. So that um, <clears throat> that idea, though 98% complete, he consciously made it crystallize him. I'm like, he's right. Um, and then you go and you pull the data. You're like, oh my God, he is right. So I, I very much like him. a little bit. He's a little, though, I guess if there's a criticism I have, he's a little whiny. He's a socialist. He's like, oh, I don't get sleep or oh, I'm not. And um, I, I need government to take advantage, but that's going outside the domain of red pill and now goes more into socialism. Like it wouldn't surprise me if he's a Yang supporter or supports UBI, but not irrationally so. He he'd be one of the few that I would be like, okay, what's your argument? Well, that's too bad. That's my time and money in life. F you don't have a right to it. End of discussion. I win. Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I, I literally did. You don't have the right to my life. F off. <clears throat> it's too bad you're that way. I I don't, it's not my problem. Mike J, five bucks. Cappy, didn't you hear about the one sports ball guy who just retired, bro? I'm so devastated. I may need to take a personal day. There is one. Uh, Joker tweeted him out. There's a basketball player, no, football player, <clears throat> who didn't go for the flash and the cash. It's something like 48% of football players, maybe it's NBA, 48% um, of professional sports players end up bankrupt within 10, 15 years because they don't save the money. And this guy flew Spirit Airlines and bought fake jewelry at Claire's and saved 83% of his money. And they're interviewing him. And you look at him. Can't tell by looks. He looks like he's got the hat on. This is a 40-year-old man. Hat on, bad. Well, like, okay, you're the standard stereotype black dude with your funny shoes and your shirt. All right, kind of dressed half clown. But the dude would like Goodwill, Spirit Airlines, custom or costume jewelry. I'm like, yes, yes. <clears throat> and he was like, I, I, it, it's an interesting little uh, uh, clip from um, TikTok. So take a look at that. But that's an interesting guy. The dude, bro, who retired. Yeah, real torn up about that, man. Real torn up. What's going to happen, just as women have pissed away and wasted all their time and money and life, and youth and beauty, <clears throat> that's the other asset they have that we don't, man, on education, socialism, I do mean that philosophically, religiously, you, you've wasted that on an ideology that's wrong, and parasitic, but your career, your education, uh, socialism, and materialism, I would say, towards the end, and ultimately yourself, and you're going to die, and you're like, I had no love, I had no family, I had no children, or if I did, I shipped them off to daycare, and, and I divorced and blew up the family. There's going to be men where it's like, all you did was watch Sports and the sports analysis, and you went to the game, bro. You went to the game. Did did you? Did you? What is it with the Alabama? Although that makes more sense. Um, tailgate. Tailgate makes sense. You're with your friends. I get that. That's fun. <clears throat> oh, did you watch Aaron Rodgers throw the ball? Did you now? Wow, that was the peak of your life, huh? That was the peak of your life. 
And, and now, if you brought your kids with, I'd see that. Okay, then it makes sense. You got your family with. I got that. <clears throat> but you didn't spend time with the kids. You watch sports, bro. You watch Sports Center. You talk sports. Oh my God, it's just as bad as majoring in like uh, public health administration and going and managing a bunch of nurses you hate on the female side of things. <clears throat> All that time watching sports and, eat, and watching the sports analysis shows. Why are you alive? Vicious asked uh, Spike that then. Why are you still alive? But I enjoy it. Well, you're not going to enjoy it when you look back at your life. What did you do? You worshipped at the at the altar of some other guy's dick. Harrison Blackwood, $2. <clears throat> Tell us how you really feel, Cappy. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, that would be a no-no. Generation Apollo, 5 bucks. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, every moron in the Philly area will be playing, will be... Bleep in my ears with the Eagles team victory song for a week. God help me. You could just leave. You don't have to be there. Apollo, what if they lose? Huh? All those sad sacks of worthless people who have nothing in life that it's the a game that's happening literally across the country that determines their happiness or not. <clears throat> oh, it's going to be good. That's going to be good. Uh, super pilotish, a pilotish. Subscribe to his channel. Ten Canadian bucks. So, Cappy, what you're saying is we should check out the Golden Gophers instead. Go, Carlson. Kidding you. Super pilotish channel is free entertainment. Mon Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon Eastern. Do you want him to tune in at that time? Obviously, I don't have a regular schedule. I've, I know some people do that. I don't. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Sheeple, pay money to wear another man's name on the back. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Nonstop Dre again. Two bucks. Thinking Ape is like TFM without the doll in economics. Yeah, the, uh, uh, TFM is more fun and happy and charismatic and, and um, <clears throat> a panel. They're funnier. Um, whereas Thinking Ape is shorter and he gets boom, boom, boom. You know, he gets right to it. Um, I, I both highly recommend tuning in. but. I got it. You know, like, don't always agree with everything people say. You know, have your own opinion. Don't think, oh, now I need a sex doll because I'm listening to the TFM show. You don't have to. By the way, TFM does sponsor the show. He has the Way of Monkey book, which I got. Let me double check. There it is, the Way of Monkey book. I didn't mention that. Um, that is a good philosophical book that every young person should read, and it quite is out of the domain of politics red pill philosophy it's it's just stoicism i've said it's the modern day marcus aurelius meditations so if you like marcus aurelius meditations that's good but i would get the turd flingy monkey uh, the way of monkey book because it is uh more applicable and modernized for today there we go um <clears throat> let's go to this chat gpt just passed an mba exam how will it change business Two graduates of a New England business school had an idea. Buy antique paintings and auctions from auctions and yard sales, quadruple the purchase price, and sell them on an e-commerce site called World Antique. They aim to achieve an annual revenue of $3 million and needed to determine the dollar amount of inventory to have on hand. So how much would that be? That was a question for students at the Wharton School. Now, the Wharton School is the best school. 
The best better than Harvard, generally speaking, at least in finance. That is one of the, if not the best business school in the United States. Warren School of the University of Pennsylvania had to answer. World Antique isn't real, and this scenario is an exam question for an MBA course, Operations Management. But Christian Terswick, a professor at Wharton, decided to pose this exact question to ChatGPT, a generative AI model from OpenAI, from his recent report for his recent report. ChatGPT delivered a response that Tershwish awarded an A+. Far from flawless, ChatGPT's overall exam performance revealed a shockingly shabby ability to compute sixth grade math. That's all MBAs are. That's all MBAs are. But its coherent responses to analytical questions based on case studies, for instance, impressed Turwish. These technologies can not take over the task, but they can be an amazing partner, Turwish says. Already near 30% of professionals have used generative AI in their work-related tasks, according to a recent survey. Uh, Inc. asked business professors and executive coaches, none of which you should trust. Those are stupid people. Business is not a science. It is not a study. It is nothing. It is common sense. It is logic. It is never above sixth grade, let alone seventh grade math. And the oh, I'm going to say it again. The only field worth studying in business is accounting because it's a skill. The rest of it, I don't care if it's Wharton. I don't care if it's a piece of crap MBA program like the Carlson School of Management. Every business school in between, all business degrees are worthless. They're not tough. They're not advanced. If you have an MBA and it is not in something like accounting or actuarial science, you are a moron. Shut up. And for you people going forward, especially if you're younger, because you're going to want to work in corporate America, you know, some of you are, if they have an MBA, again, unless it's in a real field, like, you know, data science, okay, well, I think they'd be a master's of science. If it's general business, that person is a moron and is always posing to make themselves seem smarter than they actually are so they don't get fired. That's it. MBAs are a joke. Business schools are a joke. And now artificial intelligence has exposed that they are. You don't need MBAs. Let's continue on. Uh, In Tershwish's report, ChatGPT demonstrated an aptitude for preparing legal documents, writing code, and competing some functions typical of managers, analysts, and consultants. All worthless people. Repetitive tasks such as administrative duties for an entry-level team member or time-consuming analyses such as performing appraisals for managers could be made cheaper and easier with this technology. There's a lot, Oh, God, please replace HR. Please replace HR. Phone an article. <clears throat> send it to Better Bachelor because he's on that anti-big um, tech dance on the layoff graves of the big tech employees got laid off. One report came out in 2022, late 2022, that it's half of it is HR in sales. Baba. Baba, you worthless people. You're worthless. Worthless, Baba. Um, Numerous people have to say, how can I redefine what I do as well as what my team does with this tool? Some fear chat GPT might not just redefine jobs, but eliminate them as they should. Look, even before AI, a company should have had an executive team, right? 
without an HR diversity inclusion, right? A solid middle manager staff, like your lieutenants and sergeants, and then all IT and critical employed people, people with real jobs. No HR, no diversity inclusion, no marketing, no no advertising. That you could you could that would be the marketing department's team. It'd be like one guy or a gal with a bunch of people on the computers all day hustling, without marketing degrees. That's what it would be. There's your business. You don't need more than that. A, an employee more than that. Your social director, some idiot writing the company newsletter, fired, gone, fat, trim it. This now starts cutting into the bloat where. You do need a managerial team or class, but right now I think every corporation in America could buy on at least half, if not a mere third of what they got. You could fire all your managers, not all, but two thirds of them and still be fine. And then you supplement it with AI, boom, done. Bye-bye, Mrs. Majors. Dude, bro, majoring in business? Do you work hard? But whoa, whoa, sit down, bro. Sit down, whoa. You're not going to expect what's coming next, bro, because I got an IQ of like 105. We play hard, too. Yeah, bro. Bro, work hard, play hard. Or is it party hard? Oh, my dick is hard. <laughs> oh, hey, there's this AI thing that replaced Chaz or Thaddeus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Executive coach Alyssa, Alyssa Cohn says that if leaders offload tests to GPT, they could spend their newfound time checking in with teams. Oh, really? Alyssa, Alyssa Cohn. Alyssa Cohn? Hang on. Let's look up Alyssa Cohn. Executive coach. <laughs> oh, oh, she's on the chatty chat shows. Oh, thank God. What will we do without her? Uh, articles, activities, skills, organizational development, change management, talent management. Tell me you have no skills without telling me you have no skills. Or tell me you have no skills by telling me the skills you think you have. Career management, building relationships, team building. Hey, long hike, short pier, right over there. Oh, I got to join the view, the full, oh, okay. I just want to know, like, accounting? What's your degree? What's your degree, sweetheart? About. About. <clears throat> Listed in a bunch of magazines you don't care about. Poo, 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 do. Do, do, do. She's executive coach for Cornell's New York City Tech Incubator. Coached leaders from around the world, including including the here. She has coached leaders from around the world, including the first female minister of the transition state of Afghanistan. <laughs> well, that worked out great, huh? <laughs> you still got that up? <laughs> well, look out, everybody! Success story right here. <laughs> Is that gal even alive right now? Oh, oh, uh, ba 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 ba. Hang on, do you have more Twitter followers than me? Please tell me you do. Please tell me you do. 
No, you have one-fifth the Twitter followers I do. Guys, young people, do you see what just a facade and fraudulent BS this all is? These boomers and now Gen Xers, like, they got a degree and they, they worked for the Fortune 5. They coach it day to day and you find out you're a freaking nobody. <clears throat> I don't even know what your degree is. And you trained, you mentored, you coached the first woman that the Taliban shot once they got back into office. That, that's great. Great. You set her up for a, 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 a wonderful and bright future over in Afghanistan. Oh, my God. You know, and then there's times I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, maybe you should just collect a disability check. Oh, yeah, I got a touch of the tisms. I got the obesities. <clears throat> I can't I can't go to work because why would you work with idiots like this? This person has been hired and consulted and used by like Fortune 500 companies and and uh, Cornell is not a badly ranked school. These are the people they're hiring. Hey, I got an idea. Yeah, what's that? Right before we leave a traditionally hardcore Muslim country, yeah, let's let's create a little fake government and put this woman in charge of the transition. And then we leave, yeah? And then they kill her. <clears throat> oh, here's her book, From Startup to Grown Up. <laughs> Oh, oh, and she's Myers-Briggs. Oh, are you Myers-Briggs? Tell me you have an IQ of 106 without telling me you have an IQ of 106. ENTJ. Ooh. <laughs> Do you believe in astrology too? Oh, she's a, she's a dude broette. She's a dude broette. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm trying to help you guys out. I'm trying to help you guys out. Please show this to anyone thinking of majoring in business. You guys have got, and please don't listen to business majors. Please don't listen to MBAs. They don't know anything. They don't. <clears throat> and if you go in, you look on their LinkedIn profile and they use these flowery words. Oh, they put the first female prime minister of transition into a place where it's going to be incredibly hostile towards. Maybe you ought not work for these people or work for them if you need the job and you're desperate. Or here's another idea. How about this? How about this? Just just become an electrician. Huh? Go become a mechanic. Go 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 do something. Become a carpenter. Become a, a train conductor, an engineer. Why why deal with this? Why? Oh, all right. Let's go to the final super chats, and I got it. What time is it? I will have time to go to the gym and pick up Modern Life, Joan, uh, John. I will be on. <clears throat> not to sound like roll. I'm gonna be on. <laughs> you're always on. You don't have to say you're gonna be on. Just, just start listing the places, Rollo. You can say I'm gonna be on. Yes, we know. Just say where and when. I'm gonna be on. I don't know if it's Access Vegas. It's the same studio. I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be on with Rollo Modern Life John and, and probably Michael Sartain on one of their channels. Not mine. They didn't ask me to host, so I, I don't know. I'll let you know. I thankfully don't believe it will be me sitting with a bunch of thoughts. 
Well, we don't get pretty for men. We do it for ourselves. <clears throat> I'm 30 and I want to have 10 kids. How many you got now? Oh, none. Do you have a man? No, none. Do you think you ought to start doing that? Oh, I haven't found Mr. Perfect yet. Never mind. I don't think it's going to be that. It's just going to be me, John, and Rolo and uh, other people on. So that'd be fun. I don't know what the plan is, man. You know, I learned. Let me let me tell you. It's more inside baseball. The red pill community. They have ideas, but no hard plans or, or times. And until they like, and it's like two days before or a day before, like, hey, we're going to be here at this time. Now, thank God, I am ultimately flexible. <clears throat> just let me know. Just let me know. I'll be there. And so they said, so I don't get worked up anymore. I don't get worried. Like, hey, are you good? Because me, I'm like. You're going to be at the airport? What time is this thing? And I'm like, no, no. Zen Cappy. Cappy, go to the gym. Cappy, tune into the Turd Flinging Monkey podcast or Thinking Ape. Or that guy, Pete, you refuse to invite to social gatherings. Those are kind of the more the darker sides. Uh, Cynical Libertarian Society. I go to the gym and I tune into the podcast as I get the abs to get the girls up. scrolling big shell two bucks thumbs up for the dog of no real value yeah she's back she's back i walked in when she got back here before i did i walked in and she ran towards me so she missed me like that was that was no joke you ever have a woman run towards you so happy to see you like the girl did and die hard she had the pink pants on this is back when California women were fat, disgusting, leftist Marxist pigs. But back in the day, <clears throat> that, that they, Ivy the dog came and gave me hugs. Harrison Blackwood, five bucks. Cappy rules of acquisition. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what we mean, rules of acquisition. Abdiel Lawrence for two euros. Fire all diversity specialists. Fire them all. Fire all HR. <clears throat> you grab the, the management staff, say, you're getting off your ass, and you're hiring your own damn people. And you're going to do it right. If your turnover goes above this, you're fired. We don't have time. You're like, and you better spend some time. You don't outsource it to a 24-year-old ditz who doesn't know anything, let alone what gender she is this week. No. If maybe that is too good of an idea, that is a multi-hundred billion dollar idea. <clears throat> that is a brilliant idea. Guys, I'd love to tell you this idea I just had. Oh, am I going to do it, though? No. No, I'm not going to do it. No, my life is too too valuable. and too, I don't care how many billions I'd make. Here's someone not me do this. <laughs> to make companies more profitable, what you would do, a company is mismanaged. So this is where corporate raiders would come in. Okay, corporate raiders would find a company where its assets, uh, what was it? The individual assets, the company was being so poorly managed that to buy the company, the stock price was so low. You bought the company, you wouldn't run the company anymore. You would sell off all the assets to get more money than the the company was worth on the public stock market. So you buy 51% of the company as a hostile takeover. You close everything down. um, You sell off the assets. And then you make money. So that's like a corporate raider. Unions didn't like it because, well, they'd lose their jobs. Like, well, if you weren't such inefficient workers and overpaid, then this company wouldn't, this wouldn't have happened. In either case, 
the diversity and inclusion and mentally ill aspect of nearly every large major U.S. corporation, that's a hindrance because you're not awarding or making the best decisions. You're basically saying what is going to impress the most oppressed class or not even oppressed, but the most special treated class. So black, formerly female, disabled. And now because your managerial classes with their MBAs and Gen Xers, by the way, are all about their politics, they're not making wise decisions. So what a corporate raider would do now in this instance, you would take it over. You go and you buy out. Disney's a perfect example, right? They make crap product now. Not as profitable as they would be. You go in, you buy out Disney. And you, you would say, but... And you would say, okay, so then we fire the diversity people and we get rid of the the movie people making bad movies. And then you say, but wait a minute, then there'd be a ton of discrimination suits because you'd be firing disproportionately minority and females because that's the diversity team because they use it as an affirmative action, huh? So now it's this nightmare. <clears throat> Unless you were to move the corporate headquarters overseas, where there is none of that diversity and inclusion and racism and sexism BS. Now, I don't know what country that is. Let's say the Cayman Islands or um, Singapore or someplace where it wouldn't even have to be a tax haven. It could just be a place where there's none of that BS. You know, like Indonesia, Dubai. Dubai would probably be a perfect example. All right, Disney is all headed up in Dubai. Our executive team is the best. It's not because she's Shaniqua. It's not because she has vagina. It's not because she's a Latinx. It's not because they identify as a hippopotamus today. It's Jill. She's the best person for the job. It makes the best. It's Bob. Or if we're in Dubai, it's Ahmed. He's the best accountant. And you start ruling from overseas, but you keep the assets in the United States. Right? So it's like, make this movie with a white, muscular, straight male superhero with good writing, a devastating villain, some beautiful, thin chicks without tattoos, and shut the F up. And then you get rid of the woke stuff in the final product. You'd have good product again. You could eliminate all the political hires that are hamstringing the real production creativity and, and, and quality, for lack of a better word, of all U.S. products and services. And then if anyone gets sand in their vagina because they're a bunch of traders who have no value going on in their lives but want to look in the mirror and say, I'm awesome because whatever trait their parents decided to give them, they didn't earn, you ignore them because you're in Dubai. And you're like, oh, did Tanner and Madison post something on Twitter about there not being enough, I don't know, trans people in the latest move? Too bad. Here we are in Dubai with a bunch of, not a bunch, with the best people for the job. And we're going to keep making good movies and sell to the American market. And you get rid of all, you get rid of the legal risk. You get, In other words, you kind of turn <clears throat> the United States into China. It's just the factories and, and the assets there making the final product. All the decisions are made outside a Marxist, toxic, woke environment. Using preferably Islam. As a as a vaccine against that, but and that's a multi hundred billion potentially if you think market capitalizing potentially a trillion dollar idea, but that's a lot of work. I don't want to do that. 
I want to keep yelling at you guys and go hiking and go for walks with the dog of no real value. <clears throat> so somebody, not me, do that. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Do any of your old boss's enemies watch you? I don't think so. I think they hate me so much they wouldn't tune in. <clears throat> and I've never watched, I've, I've never asked or found out. And it, it's, it doesn't matter. I know where a couple of them are. I do keep track of my enemies. Not like I got a spreadsheet. I'm just like, okay, they're still there. They're still there. All right. You know, in case it, it's kind of like if I ever got to go back to Milwaukee or the Twin Cities, I'm going to be making the news along with a couple other people with me. And I don't think there's anything that's actually going to happen. Like I, no, <clears throat> these people have families, they got lives. It's not worth it. But these are despicable people. They do deserve punishment. I'm not going to execute or deliver that punishment. But if anyone is to lock horns and ruin my life, like I said, if I got to go back, it's like, okay. <clears throat> but it's it's good to know where your enemies are. It's good to like, oh, what are they doing? Oh, do they got stage four cancer? Do I got to worry about them coming hunt me down? I don't think they hate me that much. They just didn't like me. Like, I've never done anything to them. They did things to me, and I called them out on their BS and would stand for it. <laughs> like, I was never really a threat to them. So I think these people just don't like me. They're not out there trying to hunt me down or do anything. Um, but I don't think they watch me. Why would Why would you watch me? I've proven you wrong, especially the banking industry. They all got fired. Some have died of old age. I was proven right. They, they would just be reminded that I was right. They were wrong. And literally, they're a bunch of washed up NBA dude bros who are dumber than crap and have no money and they're poor. I know some guys like <clears throat> because they were bankers, they relied. They weren't. It wasn't their clients that were borrowing money to the hilt. These bankers were borrowing money to the hilt to keep up that same thing. So they needed their commissions to come through. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to make the payments on their McMansion and their, their mortgage. Plenty of these guys got divorced. Plenty of them got wiped out. In the housing crisis. <clears throat> they, they somehow might think that's my fault. They're like, mm, mm -mm. Oh my God. T-Rash is in the house. Special guest celebrity T-Rash. There can in be, indeed be only one. Only one. <laughs> T-Rash. Any other super chats? Are we caught up? Are we caught up? I think we're caught up, guys. Did I get everything? That's it. All right. Link below is the link to Thor and Missy's GoFundMe account. Um, if you kindly would, if you want to donate some money, uh, please do that. They'd very much appreciate it. They could use it. <clears throat> um, what else? I think link below is achieving financial excellence. So I have no problem charging $500 for my minimalism course. You guys are spending $9,000 on a, on a ticket for a game. Uh, but Achieving Financial Excellence is the introductory sister companion course to that. That's always open. That's 99 bucks if you want to get serious about your um, financial planning. Take that while the Super Bowl is going on. Watch that. It's a two-hour course, I think. Um, it'll, um, it'll put you on the right path to making the right decisions of getting your financial act together. Also linked below is a link to my Amazon affiliate account. If you would kindly bookmark that on your computer and do all your Amazon purchases through there, that'd be great. That'd be great. You don't pay any extra. I don't know what you buy. 
Well, not like, oh, T-Rash bought a strap-on, uh, which you wouldn't need because he's T-Rash, of course. That's, you know, it's T-Rash. He would never buy that. Um, But uh, I get a 5% commission and cut. Jeff Bezos pays me. Not personally, but he pays it. It doesn't go to him. And uh, that way you want to help out without having to give money in exchange. That was the other thing. Like, Super Chats, you get nothing. You get nothing but me to answer your question. But when you buy on Amazon Affiliate, it doesn't cost you anything. And you still get the thing you were going to buy anyway. <clears throat> All right. That's it. Toodles.